Today is the 23rd of April. It is just about noon, and I'm going to be doing something that I haven't really done before. And what that is, is going through the War of the Spark cards, now that they've all been spoiled, and talk about them really dang quick. So, let's just start with this. I'm If, if you wanted to follow along, go to mythicspoiler.com. This is where I'm going to be looking at these. And I'm if you just go to the mythicspoiler.com slash war slash index dot html, then you'll see what I'm looking at. And I'm just going to go from left to right, down, left to right, down, left to right, down. So let's start. Gideon Blackblade. I am very interested in owning this card because I want to jam it into my Azorius deck and see how I can make it work. I'd like my Azorius deck to be a little less aggro-y and a little bit more control. <clears throat> and I'd like to try and use Gideon as a win condition, potentially. Jace, Wielder of Mysteries, I don't know about this card. Liliana, Dreadhorde General, seems pretty damn powerful. Kind of expensive, but if you can ramp to get to that six mana, you're going to be doing some dirty shenanigans pretty quick. Chandra Fire Artisan, I do not like the color red in Magic, but Chandra is a character that I do like. I really liked Chandra Torch of Defiance from, I think it was Kaladesh or Aether Revolt, I forget which set. And so, being that she is in this set, a new Chandra version, a version of Chandra, I might be tempted to dabble in red a little bit. Nissa, who shakes the world, uh, I don't know. It, it, powerful once you get her out there, but uh, kind of expensive. Although, blue, I mean green, has a lot of ways to get to 5 mana pretty quickly. Teo Shield Mage. I, a limited card that might see some interesting uses. <clears throat> Kazmina, an enigmatic mentor, might be a sideboard card in the mono blue tempo deck if the mono blue tempo deck, stick, deck sticks around. Davril, rogue shadow mage, if you've got a lot of discard uh, shenanigans available to you, then this guy might be pretty sweet. Skarkin, the masterless. Uh, Dragon Dude, I don't know. I don't again. It's a red card. I don't really care. Vivian Champion of the Wilds, three mana with four loyalty, and you've got the ability to play your creatures as though they had flash. That seems pretty damn sweet, and definitely a limited playable card, and possibly a uh, green build around or something to toss in. The Wanderer, I don't know. We'll have to see. Narset, Partner of Veils, uh, Parter of Veils. The art is from one of my favorite artists in Magic right now. I really like, uh, I'm not even sure how to pronounce their name, Magni Villeneuve's art. Each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn. Maybe a sideboard card? I don't know. Omnixless, the the Hate Twisted. I don't. I, have to, I think this might be the first time I've even paid attention to what this guy does. Cost 5, has 5. Uh, whenever opponent draws a card, he deals damage. Uh, yeah, Maybe a limited type of thing. I certainly don't see it uh, getting standard play. Jaya, Venerated Fire Mage. I like Jaya. Neat character. Um, I'm not even paying attention to the card. Whatever. Arlen, Voice of the Pack. That's really expensive. Six mana for a seven. You can make some wolves. What, you can make uh, three wolves? Eh, okay, whatever. God Eternal Otekra. <clears throat> I'm a fan of the, uh, the gods. I'm not a fan of the white god making black zombies, though. Seems like a, a pretty decent finisher. Um, you're going to need a, a way to refill your hand, though, once you're to five mana and if you want to play a bunch more creatures. The, the mono-white, or basically mono-white deck that's aggro... That, that, the, oh, my goodness. The mono-white aggro deck right now that has a, basically a splash of blue, so they're calling it Azorius, 
Um, it doesn't have any card draw that I know of. So once you drop God Eternal Atekra on turn five, assuming you do it on turn five, you're going to want a few more creatures to be able to play on the next turn to make use of, of that, that ability there. Let's see. God Eternal Kefnet. I'm really interested to see what shenanigans people pull out with this guy. Seems really cool to make copies that are cheaper. God Eternal Bantu, 5-drop that does all kinds of crazy things. I think that guy is going to be a, a beater if, if people can get him to stick. People are super high on Ilharg, the Raze Boar. I despise everything about this card <clears throat> from the color, from the look of it. I mean, no offense to the artist, that it's good art. I just don't like boars. I've never liked pig gods. I, I that that whole uh, mythological it, like I, there's something that bothers me about that idea. So I will not be touching that card with a ten foot pole. I'll be selling it. I'll be getting rid of it. I don't want anything to do with this card. <clears throat> it makes me feel weird just looking at it. God Eternal Ronus, neat card. Five drop, death touch, when he enters the battlefield, uh, double the power of each creature you control until end of turn. That guy is a, a finisher for limited for sure, and possibly even a build-around type card. Well, I don't know if it's a build-around, but it, it, it might show up as a finisher in, in some uh, the Soltai or Golgari deck. Finale of Glory, we're going over the finales here. Finale of Glory. All of these are solid. They're all great. They're good on their own, and if you can get X to be 10 or more, they're just, they're pretty much game-ending. Finale of Glory, you get X white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance. That's a, a, just a powerhouse. Finale of Revelation, the blue card, you get to draw a whole bunch of cards, <clears throat> untap five lands, you have no maximum hand size the rest of the game. That's ridiculous for blue. Finale of Eternity for black, destroy up to three target creatures with toughness X, uh, and you can return cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Finale of Promise, you get to cast spells. Finale of Devastation, you look for a creature card and it gets haste and it's and it's really strong. Moving on to the, the Triumph cycle. Interesting, all of them. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of play from these outside of Limited, but they're all solid cards on their own. Now we'll move on to the Bond cycle, bond of discipline, insight, revival, passion, and flourishing. Out of all of these, the one that stands out to me is bond of discipline for limited, uh, being able to tap all your opponent's creatures and then yours get lifelink. That's, uh, that's a way to really turn things around real quick. Let's see here. Maybe even finish the game. That Ideally, you wanted to finish the game. Moving on to the ignite the beacon. Yes, I know I'm skipping the blue, black, red, and green bonds they're all fine cards ignite the beaten beacon search for two planeswalker cards reveal them put them into your hand that shuffle your library um being that it's five i don't know how great that would be i suppose in limited that's the kind of thing that shows up later on obviously because of the cost and allows you to really swing the game in your favor you play it at the end of your opponent's turn going into your turn six and you drop a couple uh, three-drop Planeswalkers or some real big game-ender-type Planeswalker, and things might get real real interesting for your opponent and real good for you real quick. Commence the in-game. Spell can't be countered. Draw cards. Make a big zombie. That's fine. It seems a little expensive. Maybe one, two expensive. Command the Dreadhorde. Choose any number of target creature cards and Planeswalker cards in Graveyard. Command the Dreadhorde deals damage to you equal to the total number of uh, conferred mana of those cards. Put them onto the battlefield under your control. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Uh, if you've got health to spare or a way to gain health, that might not be so bad. Tybalt to Instigator. <clears throat> the um, There's a, a card that's banned in Standard that has this same ability, but maybe that's just because it's a creature and a Planeswalker is a little bit easier to kill and deal with than a, than a creature. I'm not sure why this is being printed, because that's the whole reason that the, the red Raptor was banned, because you, your opponents can't gain life. I, at least that's what I thought it was. Uh, Jing uh, Yangu, Wildcrafter. I don't know. It's a Planeswalker that has a little dog on it. I, I don't know. It doesn't seem all that great. Ravnica at War. Exile all multicolored permanents. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a solid card. Certainly for limited for sure. Maybe sideboard card standard or in um constructed. I should say. This flip fifth the lost. I don't you. I don't even know how you're supposed to pronounce that. Neat art. One of my favorite artists, uh, Jesper Ursling, I really like. But this card seems like it might see some shenanigan-type plays in modern or or other formats, but I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of Flip Fifth the Lost in, um, in Standard. Deliver unto evil. Choose up to four target cards in your graveyard. If you control a Bolas Planeswalker, return those cards to your hand. Otherwise, an opponent chooses two of them. Leave the chosen cards in your graveyard and put the rest into your hand. Exile unto deliver unto evil. For three, that's uh, that that ain't bad. And amazing art from Seb McKinnon, as always. Dreadhorde Arcanist, solid card for red. Trample, yeah, whenever you, whenever it attacks, you can cast an instant sorcery card with converted mana cost less than or equal to Dreadhorde Arcanist power from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. If that card would be put into your graveyard this turn, exile instead. Pump this guy up and you're able to do some uh, pretty dirty shenanigans pretty quick. Awakening of Vitnu Ghazi. Put nine plus one plus one counters onto a land you control. It becomes a zero zero elemental creature with haste named Vitsugazi. It's still land. That's a, a real dirty surprise for your opponent if they come into attack. You go, well, look at this land. It just smashed your face in or or blocked some creature that you thought was going to come through and, and win you the game, and it didn't. Single combat. This is a, a great card. It's a, it's a wrath type effect, but it's it's better in some ways. Yeah, your opponent gets to keep their best creature. You assume they're going to keep their best creature, but in the kind of deck that single co combat will be showing up in, a, a control-type deck, this you're probably going to have answers for that one creature, and so this allows you to eliminate all the rest of the, uh, the creatures that are on the board, and your opponent can't play creatures until the end of your next turn. So that's, uh, that's pretty, pretty devastating. Narset's Reversal. This is going to see some play, I'm almost certain of. You're able to copy your own spells and keep the spell that you originally cast. So let's say you dive something down uh, in Mono Blue. You could copy that dive down with Narset's Reversal, put the dive down back in your hand, and protect another creature later on. You could do the same kind of shenanigans against your opponent. You can take their card. Yeah, it just stalls them for a turn, or maybe not even a full turn. They could copy it. They can play it again. But at least you get to do things with that first uh, that first spell. Dreadhorde Invasion. Uh, it's like a janky Bitter Blossom. Don't know about this one. Krekno Tin Street Kingpin. <clears throat> Whenever he attacks, put a plus one, plus one counter on him, then create that number of Create a number of plus one or one one red goblin creature tokens equal to his power. Could be good if you can get him, get him haste, or even even if not, might be might be a solid guy for a, a, a goblin themed deck. Planner plain wide celebration. You choose four. Uh, you may choose more than once. Uh, create a two two citizen. 
Creature that's all t uh, colors, return target permanent from your graveyard to your hand, proliferate, you gain four life. So you can do two and two, or one and three, whatever, whatever you want there. So that's a, for seven though, I don't know about that. I mean, even if you're just getting four citizens or gaining 16 life, that doesn't, I don't know if that, if, if six, I mean, I'm sorry, seven is worth it. If it was five or six, it would be a hell of a lot better. That Right now, it just seems, that seems like a strictly limited card. <clears throat> Tomek, Distinguished Advocist. Flying 2-3 Advisor for White. White lands on the battlefield and land cards in graveyards. Can't be the target of spells or abilities your opponents control. Your opponents can't play land cards from graveyards. Interesting. It seems like a modern kind of sideboard card. I'm not sure. Spark Double. I don't know about this guy. The four cost is what makes me go, eh, I don't know about it. Yeah, you get a copy of something else out there, and it's a, it has a plus one, plus one counter on it. It is able to copy a Planeswalker you control, not just creatures, so that's kind of cool. Massacre Girl. I think Massacre Girl is going to cause some serious problems in, in Limited when she shows up. Neheb Dreadhorde Champion. Uh, Dreadhorde tra Champion. 5-4 Trample. Whenever he deals damage to a player or planeswalker, you may discard any number of cards. If you do, draw that number, draw that many cards, and add that much red until end of turn. You don't lose this mana as steps and phases in. Not too bad. Able to cast a bunch of spells. It's the same kind of uh, fix your card and draw problem that red is commonly running into. So, um, will that guy see standard play? Constructed play, I don't know. Will he see limited play? Almost undoubtedly, just because he's a 5-4 four for 4 with Trample, that, that alone makes him good. That he gets the, all these other little bonuses on top of it, just that's it's icing on the cake. Okay, so from here on out, starting with Challenger Troll, I'm just going to start skipping things over. So you might be going like, wait, why didn't you talk about Challenger Troll? Because I'm just going to skip some of this stuff. So moving right on to Augur of Bolas. It's neat to see this as a reprinted card. I really like the art here, and I'm looking forward to getting a few of the uh, FNM promos. Elder Spell, this is a beater of a card. This card is going to see some constructed play, almost certainly. Destroy any number of Planeswalkers, choose a Planeswalker you control, put two loyalty counters on it for each Planeswalker destroyed this way. You can get a Planeswalker to its ult capacity real fast with this thing. This is disgusting. I think people will be splashing black just to play this spell. Grateful Apparition. Being that it's a spirit, it caught my eye, and I was wondering, is there a way that I can abuse the pro proliferate feature on it? I don't know. Moving on, this dog, Mo Wu Loyal Champion. I'm so confused why this dog looks roided out to the ninth, nth degree when in the Planeswalker card, it just looks like this fun little puppy. Prison Realm. The scry ability is interesting. I don't know if that makes it worthwhile. It's cheaper than Cast Out was, but it doesn't have Flash. I don't know. It's going to see some uh, limited play for sure, but I don't know about uh, constructed play. Flux Channeler, I think we're going to see some, some shenanigans with this card. I don't know if it'll make some real top 8 deck lists, but I think we're going to see some, some funkiness. Let's see, what else do we got here? <clears throat> moving on, moving on. Ah, here, Abriel Grazer. When I first saw this card, I thought, holy crap, that card is definitely going to see some play. But that's when I didn't, that's before I realized that the card you put into play, the land, comes into play tapped. Because I was thinking you go turn one forest, turn one Arbor, uh, Arboreal Grazer, put a land into play, 
then tap it for an, uh, a land of war elf. Turn four, uh, or turn two, you've got one, two, three, uh, drop another force, four mana available to you on turn two. That's disgusting. But you don't. So not quite as good as I thought. But not terrible. Uh, moving back two cards to Rescuer Sphinx. Again, I really like Jesper, or Jesper's art. A 3-2 two, flyer is pretty solid. But the ability to return a creature to your hand, something like um, uh, Exclusion Mage, for I'm thinking Mono Blue Tempo right now, Exclusion Mage, you can pop something back. If, uh, if maybe you do a Simic thing and you're able to give your Rescuer, you have Flash because of the Vivian, or you return um, a, a Merfolk Trickster, all seem like, like solid, solid little things to be able to do here. Battlefield promotion, I think it's neat how we've got this story with this gal that was 10th, 10th District Guide and then 10th District Champion, I think. So we've seen a little story play out here. It's kind of neat. <clears throat> Ashiok's Skulker. I wrote a story based off of this card or inspired by this card today. I really like Livia Prima's art. Always fantastic. And the art of this card is no exception. It's a good card. P being able to pay four, which you're definitely going to be able to do if you've already played this for five, and coming in for three a turn, that's uh, that's that's difficult and limited. Moving on, moving on. <clears throat> Burning Prophet. Really like the art on this card. It looks like a, she looks like a Naga snake warrior kind of person, but it says human wizard, so that's interesting to me. But I, I, I dig the art there. Banehound moving back one card. Life Link in haste for black. This is a, a card that might pop up in Popper. Being able to do some stuff there really quickly, gain some life. That's, that's going to have to be answered real fast because life gain in Popper does matter a lot since the games tend to go longer. Let's see. Moving on. Divine Arrow, for sure a card that you're going to want to grab in Limited. Uh, da, 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 da. Forced Landing, that's another solid green. Get your Flyer out of the air card. This is something that green is always looking for, it seems like. Kazmina's Transmutation. This card seems like a flat-out better card in every way than um, Deep Freeze. It costs one less. It... Hang on a second. Okay, I was checking to see if Deep Freeze had Flash. I didn't think it did, but I was thinking, does it? Maybe I'm wrong. So it costs less than Deep Freeze. It makes the butt of the creature that you're enchanting much smaller which I've seen my wife play Deep Freeze on creatures only to realize, boy, I just gave my opponent a 0-4 wall that I'm having difficult getting past now. This is no good. So removing all abilities and giving it a base power and toughness of 1-1, one, one, that's fantastic. Yeah, they can still attack, but who cares? It's one damage. You can probably block. Giant Growth, that's uh, almost for sure going to see a lot of limited play. Just slapping that down on your creature. Surprise, it's two extra damage. Uh, Rune Law Enforcer, a 1-2 for white, is already pretty solid. Being able to pay one and tap a, t a creature with converted mana cost two or greater, I, that just says every turn you don't get to do anything with that creature. He just sits back and keeps you locked down. That's that's not terrible. Loxodon Sergeant. I, I think this card is really neat. I like this card because I, I think he works really great with Venerated Loxodon. Picture this. Turn 1, Legion's Landing. Turn 2, uh, Skymarcher Aspirant, Hunted Witness. Turn 3, Benelish Marshal. You attack. They're already on their back foot. Turn 4, 
you locks it on sergeant so everybody's got vigilance and you um does this work you'd have to have another creature out there let's see one two three four oh and then hang on so you've got the the vampire token you've got the the sky marcher aspirant you've got the hunted witness you've got the benelish marshal yeah then locks it on sergeant on four you swing out and because your benelish marshal your uh hunted witness your um the the sky marcher aspirant and, and the vampire token all have vigilance they're not tapped locks it on sergeant which you just played for three and a white is a three three also didn't tap because he's not going to tap because he can't attack this turn so then you drop out um venerated loxodon after you attack everybody just swung out you drop venerated loxodon everybody's got a plus one plus one counter you're that 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 seems like a pretty decent curve to me sky theater strix one and a blue for a one two flying bird i i'm wondering if there's a way to make this guy go crazy by playing a bunch of kind of storming off and, and attacking in for even five or something in a turn copying spells Moving on, Jai's Green, Return to Nature. This is a great card. I mean, it's got three different things that it can do. Destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, exile target card from a graveyard. This is almost guaranteed to see some popper play. Being able to choose any number one of those those things there is, is fantastic. And then exiling a card from a graveyard, that just says nope to, to uh, graveyard interaction decks like... Uh, dredge or tortured existence or um the the, the germag angler so i i think that's a, that's a fantastic card for popper and I'm, I'm really glad to see some some common cards here that that they're putting out that are really worth considering playing stealth mission is my kind of card being that it's a sorcery is makes it less interesting but i i do like what it does it's a, a not a great card but it's it's not terrible what else do we have here? Do, 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 moving along to Fairy's Time Twist. I think this card is a solid card, and I I look forward to trying it out in Mono Blue. So you attack, they try and do something to it, and you exile the permanent you control, and then you return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the next instep. If it enters the battlefield as a creature, it enters with an additional plus one, plus one counter on it. So you could block and stop all the damage assuming they don't have a trample creature and then before combat damage time twist that creature leaves existence but the damage is blocked it's already been blockers have already happened it's just poof it's gone and then it comes back at the end of that your opponent's turn with a plus one plus one counter on it making it even stronger for you on the swing back so i think that's a that's a fantastic card trusted pegasus it's like some of these other Pegasus that we've had where they're one threes for the same cost, give a, another creature flying. This thing's a little more aggressive. I, I like that it's a two two as opposed to a one three. Thunder Drake here, whenever you cast your second spell each turn, put a plus one plus one counter on Thunder Drake. That it's plus one counters as opposed to until end of turn, I don't know. That might see some play. I don't think I've even uh, paid attention to that card before. That, that, that seems pretty solid totally lost the cost on this card is so expensive i'm i'm not so sure about it it's not a bad card what it does is is solid but man is that expensive this ajani the great heart only costing two dollars right now makes me want to uh uh pre-order some 
he seems great. Creatures you control have vigilance. You gain plus three, gain three life. I don't understand if gaining life isn't a huge deal, but being able to put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each other planeswalker you control for negative two, there's no downsides to this guy. I mean, that's true of a lot of the planeswalkers, but this guy seems great in a, in a Selesnya type, just bash your face in type um, deck. I mean, I... Just imagine this guy being on the board, you gain some life to kind of stabilize, you do, uh, um, you, you play a, a Might of the, or uh, March of the Multitudes, and then you put a plus one, plus one counter on all your soldiers, and you probably have something else to b buff them up anyways, a Tristani. That gets disgusting really fast. You're gaining so much life all of a sudden. Let's see, moving on to Fairy Time Raveler. I really want to play with that. That sounds weird. I want to play that card. <laughs> I really like the artwork, very Inception-like artwork going on in the background, but I, I would like to play my blue-white deck a little bit more uh, Control-E, leaning more towards Control. Soul Diviner, remove a counter from an artifact creature, land or planeswalker control, or draw a card. That's not so bad. Blue-black, okay. Toll's Mirror, Friend to wolves, he enters the battlefield, create a friend of wolves, or friend to, to elves, a legendary 3-3 green and white wolf creature token. Whenever a wolf enters the battlefield and you control, you gain three life, and that creature fights up to one other creature control. Eh, okay, whatever, seems fine. I, I don't know, it's a limited kind of bomb thing. Death Sprout, solid card. D-Spark is just dirty. We're going to see so much D-Sparking. People are going to be D-Sparked left and right. Elite Guard Mage, I love this card. Two... White and a blue for a 2-3 flyer, enters the battlefield, you gain 3 life and draw a card. I, there's nothing to dislike about that. I, I like that. Just just dandy. That's that's my kind of card right there. Dovin, Hand of Control. Bummed out this guy doesn't do more. He costs 3 and you can put him into but two different types of decks. Artifact, instant, and sorcery spells your opponent's cast cost more, one more to cast. Eh, okay. Until your next turn, prevent all damage that would be dealt to and dealt by target permanent opponent controls. He's a real stall things out kind of guy. Um, I don't know. I, whatever. Uh, these artifacts are interesting. It's interesting also that there wasn't a green one. Oh, there is a green one. My bad. The arc bow. Um, I, the, the silent submarine bugs the ever-loving piss out of me that it doesn't have some sort of evasion. Even if you were to pay. Like... Like, an alternate crew cost. Crew one, and it and it does this. But if you crew with three or more, then it uh, it has, I don't know, unblockable until end of turn or something like that. Just a submarine not having some sort of evasion at all seems so missed opportunity to me. Karn the Great Creator, being able to pull things out of exile is is stupid. That they I thought they made the whole exile place as a thing where cards weren't supposed to come back from. This guy just says, I get to do that now. It's like being able to interact with uh, emblems, take control of target emblem or something until end of turn. That just seems... I don't know. I don't know about that card. Karn's Bastion seems like a fantastic card for a deck like my wife's uh, Hardened Scales deck. Mobilized District, I think I think that's a, a pretty dang solid card for Limited. And uh, we've got the basic lands here. I really like the number 255, I believe it is, island that you're looking at from above. I think that's a gorgeous island, and I like it a lot. And that wraps out my thoughts of uh, War of the Spark.
closing in here at 28 minutes and I covered pretty much all the cards except the ones I don't think that I cared to. Um, all right, yeah, let's see. What else do I wanna talk about here? Uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot else to say. This is a, a sort of a one-off. Maybe I'll do this again with the next set. Maybe not, I don't know, we'll see. I was just trying to see if I could quickly go through the entirety of, of the set and I did without touching on every card, obviously. But I think if I wanted to touch on every card, I could in under an hour. But yeah, I'm going to leave things here. I love you. Have a great day. I look forward to playing some more magic. Bye-bye.